kui elad. All right, we're back. We're late, but we're back. (laughs) We have had some technical difficulties, everybody, but we are here on. No, I'm not going to quarterback this tonight. Mike, you quarterback this. You introduce everybody. Oh, well, we're happy to be here. I'm uh, your host tonight, uh, Michael. Caught by surprise. (laughs) Irving Fryer and uh, Fred Barnett. So these are my co hosts this evening. So we're happy that you joined us. Uh, yes, we had some technical difficulties at Fryer Studios. Oh, why are you going to blame it on me? Uh, <laughs> we're, we're here. We're here. Better late than never. And wait a minute, Mike. Wait, you said, he, hey, Fred, you hear what he said? He said, these are my these are my co-hosts. Like, he said it like there's going to be some other co-hosts some other time. <laughs> like we're not the permanent co-host with him. <laughs> he said it like you got some other options. So tonight, um, uh, Irv is going to let me drive the car. Oh, I'm going to let so, you, I'm going now. I'm going to let it drive the car. No, we should each one know how to drive the car. car. Wait, wait. If I'm hosting, let me host. You okay, just go ahead, t- go ahead. <laughs> just hold on, hold on. And so we're going to wrap up week two, ladies and gentlemen, of the NFL football season. And like every week that it has been, there's a lot of ups and downs. A lot of things to talk about, so we're going to jump right into it. So, yeah. I'll start with you, Doctor Reverend Fryer. Um, <laughs> top team for My week th- yeah. two. Okay, top team for week two, and you know what? Uh, I put a lot of thought into this. I put a lot of time into this. It, it, it. I hate to do this because I'm not a fan of this team, but. Bet you by golly why it just is what it is, <laughs> and you can't deny it. You can't deny the play. You can't deny the numbers. You can't deny the results. Second week in the league, my top team in the NFL right now is the Dallas Cowboys. Oof, I said it. <laughs> I, I I hate I to admit it. it, but man, I mean, I I got a bunch of numbers here. I mean, they. Yeah, they did play the Giants in the Jets in the first two games, and they skunked the Giants 40-0 to in the first game, first week of the season, and they beat the Jets last week 30-10, to so they scored 70-10 to with their opponents. Now, people will argue that it was the Giants, it was the Jets. You're right, but yes. when you're better than a team like that, when you're that much better than a team, you're supposed to dog them like you like they did. 
So we have to give them the props for that. The Giants, they didn't struggle with the Giants. They didn't struggle with the Jets. They just, my, my no. wife, my wife is watching and she said, Cowboys, exclamation point. Yeah, Cowboys are on the top. But the, but you can't deny it. And, and Mike, I'm telling you something right now. I know you said the 49ers last week were your favorite team because they're so balanced. But this Dallas Cowboys team is balanced, man. It's balanced. They got, they got 10 sacks, seven takeaways. It's 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 crazy what they're doing right now in week two. Um, yeah. Dak has not thrown an interception. Forty four for sixty two. Um, Can I 71. correct that? Can I correct that? What? An <laughs> interception has not been caught. <laughs> He, he has not okay. thrown an he interception. He has thrown an Well, uh, uh, interception has not been so, caught soft, then. But, soft, but soft, when soft you look at his stats and it says I <laughs> next to INT, it has a big yeah. fat zero. And and yeah. Dak okay. made the proclamation that he wasn't going to throw a whole bunch of <laughs> whole bunch of interceptions I, I this year. So uh, and then get, you know, and then you know, Michael Parsons. You can't you can't talk about the Dallas Cowboys without talking about Michael Parsons. That cat. He's like he does what Reggie he does what Reggie White used to do. You know, move him anywhere on the front line from one end to the other. He'll do that at the beginning of the of the game where he'll move from the tackle to the center to the other tackle to the end, and he'll figure out which one is the punk, which one is the weak link, and that's where he he works most of his magic on the day. So why so why you know might as well take the path of least resistance. But what they do with Michael Parsons is is unbelievable, and that just frees everybody else up yeah. Dallas is on top right now week two yeah. da- Dallas is the team right now more so than the 49ers in my opinion and I hate well, to say it because I'm not a Cowboys fan <laughs> Fred yeah I, I, I mean I, I got more I, I got some, some stats and stuff but go ahead I got I got I, go ahead to some degree I agree with you I, I think more so the Dallas Cowboys are getting led by their although although they put they putting up points. I feel like Dallas is really getting momentum and being led by their defense. As you mentioned, Michael Parsons just um, he can nobody can nobody can block it. Yeah, I mean, my wife, he, he my wife said like, in the comments, she said, say it with me, Michael Parsons. <laughs> She'd be a funny. Yeah. <laughs> nobody can block him. And he seems to just get a sack when he wants to, which right. is which is absolutely ridiculous. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully that doesn't continue uh with us. But uh you know, I, I, I actually did have a chance to watch the game, and I feel that there were one or two plays, especially uh, uh, a drop interception by what should have been an interception by mm-hmm. Sauce Gardner, mm-hmm. that could have possibly turned that game around. Of, but that, of happen- course, they, but that happens they, in every game. Does that happen in every game? I'm, I'm just, yeah. it does. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, too, I'm, I'm, I'm highlighting the fact that the Jets didn't do what they were supposed to do. More so than Dallas did what they did. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that, Dallas, is, I, I think they're going to be a good team. They could possibly be a playoff team. I think they still have to, as you mentioned, prove themselves uh, not only to, 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 to the NFC, but in my opinion, the, the league, because, you know, they always, this is, this is a, this is an old song for us. I, I think, I also had a chance to watch San Francisco, and they are averaging 30 points a game. Mm-hmm. I think they are, in my opinion, are the soundest team right now in the league. And and I hate to say it, <laughs> uh, McCaffrey um, averaging a 30, 130 yards a game. Um, 
Debo and Ayuk, they got they only have 11 reception between the two of them, but they got over 100 yards. The, the most disappointing right now, uh, offensively, is Kettle, who has mm -hmm. only six six right. passes for 50 yards. But from a defensive standpoint, uh, they have played very well. Uh, Be better than Dallas, if, though. If, 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 better than Dallas. I put. Let me say this. If Dallas plays San Francisco, San Francisco will win. I, I believe that to be true. Um, there we I believe go. That to be true. But, to but, but I'm talking about that. And that's, again, that's the game. I, I believe yeah. if Dallas played the Eagles, well, not right now. I'm not going to say that because the Eagles are not playing well right now. But arguably, yeah. it's one of those two teams right now. And, and as Mike yeah. said, and you said too, it's only, and we're only basing this off of week two. I'm just talking about week two in the NFL. That's it. Yeah. Do I think do I think Dallas is going to maintain this? No. Do I think, you know, halfway know. through the season, is Dallas still going to be considered uh, right now one of the top two teams in the NFC? No. I yeah. think they're going yeah. to uh, level out or level off, and I think uh, other teams are going to raise their standard and, and get back in the flow because a lot of teams have yet to crack the code of the beginning of the season to get on track. Okay, and I absolutely enough. believe that this is training camp. I mean, we we've That's said this for the past three shows now. I I, I I'm I'm just blaming these slow stars on training camp. And I and you you know what? I did see, and I think it was ESPN highlight or whatever. Mm -hmm. Dallas had the most intense training camp. There was a lot of fighting. There was a lot of bickering. These guys were literally fired up. And, and when I watched the Eagles training camp, everybody everybody just loved each other, and everybody just said, "You know, we just skipping through the day." And I'm not saying they, you know, they they they. I'm not saying they're gonna get it together. Not gonna get it together because I believe they will. But you know, I, I feel like their first real game is going to be two, at least another one or two games from now. Well, yeah, I think what the like season in, the, in a groove. The season, the the beginning of the season has turned into training camp where from now on yeah. what we're going to see is the first two or three games, teams trying to get themselves in a rhythm. I, I saw this last week after the first week of the season. It was a posting with Burroughs, Hurts, Jackson, and uh, Jones. And their, their salaries combined for $950 million. That's Burroughs, Hurts, Jackson, and Jones. Combined salaries are nine hundred fifty million dollars. That particular week, they combined for one touchdown. That's the first <laughs> well, week of the season. They combined for one touchdown, which is ridiculous. Well, you got Mike. Yeah, that's ridiculous. So, well, here's the thing that I think we need to make sure that we keep uh, in mind: not just the team that everybody expects to win. I'm picking a team that broke out and had a good game for this week too. And my top team for this week is the Washington Commanders. Here's why. Man, what are you talking about, man? <laughs> you got to listen. Yeah, what the world are you talking about? <laughs> the Washington Commanders. Wait a minute. I'm going to start calling I'm you Jesus. To, you, have to you have to listen. I'm trying to give them props because for that week too, they played well. Here's why. Down 21-3. At halftime, yeah. they come back and score yeah. 32 points against the Broncos. Sure. You know, both of you know, as well as I do, in this league, to come back at that deficit against a, a decent team. Well, Buffalo uh, did that. that. 
Hold on, hold on. Number two, you have a, a, a quarterback that's had only three starts in Sam Howell. Nobody knows who he is. Don't know. So what I'm what I'm getting at is looking at Eric Benemy, Benemy. I'm getting on the Eric Benemy train because yeah. if he I'll does what he do, if he does what he's doing right now, that says a lot about him and what he's bringing to the table. And he took a lot of heat being up under Kansas City with Reed. Now he has a chance to do his own thing. Here's a couple of things I want to throw out to you. Yeah. Do you realize since 2000, uh, 2017, since Kirk Cousins left, let me name the quarterbacks for you that that franchise is at, at Washington, yeah. Alex Smith, <laughs> yeah. Colt McCoy, Mark Sanchez, uh-huh. Josh Johnson, uh, Case Keenum, Dwayne Haskins, rest in peace, rest in peace. Uh, uh, Kyle Allen, Taylor Hendry, Henke, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, Garrett Gilbert, Carson Wentz, Wentz, and now the two that you have there now is Jacob Brissett and Sam Howell. I'm giving yeah. them credit because this week two, they played well enough and they showed me something to keep an eye on them being 2-0. and I, I think okay, and, and, but, and I, so, I, so I then we need, we need to change the definition. Okay, I understand what you're saying, Mike, and that's cool, but then we need to change the definition of our topic at this on this segment of the show because the topic is the so top team, the top team of the week, or not, or not the props team of the week. Who we want to give props to? They're not a top team. What's, what, okay, what's Why the expectation? What is the expectation of that team? Great. What's the expectation okay. of that team this year? How far is that team going to go this year? Remember what you just said about Dallas? 10 mm-hmm. sacks? Guess what? Washington has 10 sacks. Mm-hmm. It's How many takeaways they got? The how many takeaways they got? in the season. How, how, how many, many takeaways? Ta- yeah. I don't have that stat. I have to check with the statistician. <laughs> hey, check out. Hey, well, hey, that's uh, why you don't have that stat because they don't have as many takeaways as Dallas does. Dallas has seven. Listen, the last time a team did what Dallas is doing in the first two games was back in 1979 when the Steelers uh, did it and they went to the Super Bowl. They had 10 sacks with five five interceptions. Any other team that did that, say what? Say you can't know anybody just because it's two weeks. No, I'm not. I'm not saying saying they're going to win the championship. I'm just saying the last time something like what Dallas has done in the last two weeks, the first two weeks of the game, yeah. the last time anything was done like that was done that way back in 1979 by the Steelers. And that year, the Steelers won the Super Bowl. So we know how significant it is. That's all I'm saying. The first two weeks, and they've done some stuff that is significant. They're playing at a level the first two, and it's only two weeks. We know that's a long season. First, they got, a, me, they got an extra game. They got 17 games. All, so the watch the Redskins are prayed up. I think I think and just like the Washington Redskins are prayed up, the Giants are prayed up because they had a comeback. They had a comeback 20, too. 21 points, yeah. Although they weren't playing anybody, but they had a comeback too. So I mean, it is it, it's, it's would we say the Giants are the top team? No. Well I think no. we, we just have to, I think we just have to maybe re identify what it is. We're talking about in terms of the top team Washington of the week. Washington is two and zero. I'm going to give them some love. Washington is two and zero. Okay, well, how about that? Two and zero. That's that. You can't. You can't. You can't. He like magic. You can't knock that. He's he's from minority ownership. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait a minute. First of all, first of all, we have to back up. 
We got to talk about last Thursday. I know y'all tried to skip that. Tried to skip out it. We can't. We can't do no, that until Thursday night. Okay. We, we talk about the game on Thursday. Last night. Thursday. Right. We're gonna last cover that Thursday. briefly. Wait, who's driving the car? Me or you? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna cover that. You driving, Mike? Drive the car, Mike. Drive the car. Let's go to segment number two. What's <laughs> your biggest surprise this week? The biggest surprise, Fred. What's your biggest surprise? I'm gonna get let I'm gonna the give audience table. Go ahead, Fred. You go ahead. I have to say, <clears throat> the Giants come back. I was <laughs> I was just floored by the resilience that they had, the 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 uh, determination that they had to win game to win that game after being blown away by Dallas. You know, sometimes you get a mindset that, hey, look, you know what. Our identity is that we're just going to go out and try to compete and we're going to get, you know, beat up. But uh, I think they did a great job. And I, and I was very surprised that, that you know, the mindset changed. And, and you know, who knows? It may, it may create a very positive mindset for this team to do, to do a lot better than, 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 they, than they've been doing. Uh, also, I, I have to say this. I'm, 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 you know, last, after last season, and the season before, all we heard was Broadway Joe. <laughs> you know, Joe's the man. Joe Burrow. And, and right at this point is no Joe. I mean, Baltimore did exactly what they were going to do to everybody. I mean, they didn't have they didn't have crazy numbers. Uh, Jackson had a, had a few few runs here and there, and the, the numbers were not crazy. But Burrow didn't, didn't do much. I mean, Joe he went he went twenty seven for forty one for two hundred and twenty two yards. T. Higgins had a pretty good game. He had eight, 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 eight catches for 89 yards and two, two of the touchdowns that uh, the two touchdowns that Burrow had. And Chase didn't chase Jamar Chase didn't do anything. I mean, he had, you know, five, five catches for 31 yards. And that's 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 that little nucleus there is one of the biggest surprises, I think. You know, even the first week and even now, you know, these guys are getting off to to this to this you know, slow of a start. And I think we all know that they're capable of going out and dominating against, you know, anybody at any time. So to see this, I, it, it's kind of shocking for me. Mm -hmm. Er, what'd you got? Oh, okay, cool. Okay, coach. Thank you, coach. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to holler at Stu Winrow is on with us. Vinny Capriati is on with us. Danny Bentley, shout out Danny Bentley. What's going on, Danny? And, and, and Sister Fryer, Serena, Cowboys fan, is still with us. <laughs> she's, still, she's still rooting for the Cowboys. I um my my disappointment this week again. I actually have to co-sign with uh, Fred. Uh, my target was the Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Burrow, and what's not being accomplished out there. The thing that for me is this: we know that he's got this calf injury um, that started in training camp and. How does that happen uh, in training camp these yeah. days? He's got a calf injury that he's that he's that he's dealing with, and it's you can see it in his play and how he's throwing the ball and uh, his ability to to maneuver in the pocket. It's having a, a negative impact on him. Um, he started out Cincinnati started out on two last year, and when they started out on two last year. He had uh, four interceptions in that for those first two games and 13. He was sacked 13 times in those first, first two games. But this year, you know, he's got another year under his belt. He's only got one interception and three sacks 
in the first two games, but he's still not playing well. He's still not producing. And you would think that a quarterback that's been in the league three, four years, five years, how you know, he hasn't been in that long, but he's been long enough to continue to he's still young, so he should continue to ascend, continue to get better as he figures the 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 formula out, as he becomes more exposed to more and more defenses and plays more and more at that position, given the talent that he has. But for some reason, it almost seems like he's plateaued and hit a glass ceiling and isn't going to get or isn't got hasn't gotten any better. And that concerns me because of the expectations that we've all had of this team. Yeah. I don't know if you guys had them, but most people during the preseason, they're talking about Cincinnati, AFC. They're the ones that are going to be at the top of the AFC and challenge the Kansas City Chiefs for the AFC Championship and possibly go to Super Bowl. They were just yeah. a game away from it last year, so here they're going to be there again. Now, can can they come back and do the same thing this year they did last year from the 0-2 start last year? I guess they can, but yeah. it's a whole nother year where Burrow should be playing better, and he's yeah. not so you, for whatever reason. What do you do, Coach 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 Fryer? Put you in the head coaching seat for a second. Mm-hmm. Do you bench him with his injury and how he's playing? Do you bench him till he gets well? Well, yes. I, well, not bench him. Depends on how bad it's okay, affecting him. Now, like I said, I my personal opinion, it looks like it has is having a negative impact on on him. And on the team. Okay, what are you going to do? So based based on who the backup is, (laughs) all depends who the backup is. And I don't know who the backup quarterback is in Cincinnati. Um, Does anybody know who the backup quarterback is in Cincinnati? If y'all know who the backup quarterback is in Cincinnati, throw it in the comment. Um, But there's a lot of variables that play into that, Mike. I can't just say I would put him, you know, bench him or sit him and try to get him injured. If he's injured, obviously he's not injured bad enough to to sit down. I'd like to speak to that. When you're done, I like to speak to it. But 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 I would definitely try to do some things to simplify what's going on as an offensive coach or as offensive coordinator to try to get him in some kind of rhythm, to get yeah. him comfortable with what's going on. Uh, because right now, you know, they go zero and three. It's going to be a problem yeah. for them. Yeah, they go on three. I, I, it's going to be a problem. I go think ahead, one Fred. one thing one thing that that happens a lot, uh, especially when you got a guy at that level that's injured. What you do is, is there measurables? You start to say, okay, what percent are you? And there oh, yeah. were times that, that I was better as a starter at being in the game at 85% right. than my guy was on the bench. Right. When it gets to a point to where his percentage is lower than the, than the, star, than the uh, backup guy, now the backup guy has to come in because it, but because the one thing that you don't want to do, you don't want to take a guy out if, if he's 85% and he could possibly get it done and what you have behind him and who you have rather behind him, you know, can't even measure up to that 85%. Right. You take him out and then you lose two or three games and he gets better. Now he has to fight uphill. Mm-hmm. Now he has to battle uphill yeah, when there's right a now. possibility that he could have won those games being, being 85%. You're risking losing him for an extended amount of time right now if you're putting him out there. They're already getting beat up. He's not playing well, <laughs> right. and you're yeah. going to lose him for a significant time. 
it's 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 yeah, a fine so it's a fine line. line. It's a, it's you know you know that yeah. we all we all know that it's a fine line. We all have played at times where we pro- when we probably should not have played and put ourselves at risk and and yep. risk the fact that we could have been out for a significant period of time, but we made it through because of the grace of God, made it through, and uh, that may well, have not have happened. But that's a part. You can hide us. You can hide us as wideouts. You can't hide him as a quarterback. No, you can't. Sure, but sure. but it's but it's the same thing. Like 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 Fred said, it it depends on how bad the injury is. That's yeah. what I was alluding to earlier, and it depends on who his backup is and yeah. how capable he is. And at the same time, yeah. too, let's let's not rule out the fact that he could be having a bad year this year. He could he could. I mean, Irvin, you kind of you kind of alluded to the fact, but but he should be getting he could better. Be having yeah. an off year. Right, you know, and he he could be ninety percent, and still just just disappointed and and kind of frustrated about about that that you know that 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 not just only being ninety percent and just and just having a bad year. Of course, but, you know a lot uh, for for the fans out there. You see us running, you see us jumping, you see us hitting, you see us you know catching touchdowns. It's still a mental game. Right. Right. It's a mental, it's a mental game, and there mm-hmm. are guys who who can defeat themselves before they go out or even on the field, and they have the ability to win. Well, here's what's playing in his head. Before we move on to the next subject, uh, the quarterback from the Jets, Rogers, jacked his leg up with a calf injury, very similar to that. Mm-hmm. And that was a good don't point. think for a minute that that's not running through his mind in terms of him going out and putting pressure on that leg. I believe they play one more game with him. He continues to play. They're going to sit it. Right, right. They're going to That's sit. a good point. That's a good Listen, point. Mike. This next yeah. game, and they and they almost have to play him this game because this is a this is a pivotal game for them. They can't afford to go like I said, zero and three. So he's got to play, and they got to win because it, if they go zero and three, it's going to be you know not impossible, but it's going to be very very difficult to dig themselves out of that hole. At least they give themselves a chance at one and two, starting the season off one and two. Yeah, they got, well, they got speaking the of my surprise, Speaking of my surprise, I have another quarterback for you that whom I'm, I'm my biggest surprise from week two. And the quarterback is Justin Fields. Justin Fields. Um, he he just looks, he looks awful. I mean, he just <laughs> looks like he's just very unsure of himself. Uh, uh, not in, not wanting to make a mistake, mm-hmm. um, you know. Just you know, watching him against Tampa Bay, which obviously that's a, a tough team to play up against, but he just yeah. seems very unsure of himself. And now today he comes out and says that it's coaching, you know, in terms of why his play is so bad. So I went and dug a little bit. Second, this is his second head coach, second uh, coordinator since he's been there, and this is year three for him. Right. This is year three for him. Um, and he's been sacked 10 times in two games. Right. This already, and, yeah. um, you know, he says he's just thinking too much. Uh, and they're trying to, the, the, the coaches are trying to make him a pocket passer. Uh, and he says he just needs to play like himself. And let me, let me tell you what I think this signals for him to come out in the media and say it's a coaching. I think he wants out. He wants out. Of course he, he wants, wants out. out. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. he already created the divide when he said that. He pulled the pin and he yep. threw the hand grenade and, and he went out. <laughs> he went out. Well, so yeah. Any any time you do that kind of stuff, yeah. Yeah. Well, there so. there was one instance where I saw Justin Fields. It was a I think it was a run pass option, and he faked right, 
But as he was faking right, he had to look left to the end to see whether to pull it. So it's it's mm -hmm. it's getting him on 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 a scale to where he has to do basically two or three things at once. Now I'm I'm I I, I am not standing up for him because I I I I think that he was a great he was a very successful college quarterback and I think he has a college mindset. I think I think he's more of a guy who who would rather run for a hundred yards than to mm -hmm. throw for three hundred. And that that's okay. the mindset I think you have to change and understand that that doesn't happen in the league. And even if it does happen on this Sunday, it probably won't happen next Sunday. Mm -hmm. And I th I think he has to come out of that mindset. Uh, there 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 was one guy uh, I forget who it was. It, as a matter of fact, he he compared uh, Fields to Hurts and that Fields was the better quarterback, which is absolutely absolutely ridiculous because I because I, I think Hurts uh, is a lot more mature and mm -hmm. uh, running the offense than Fields. And what happens is you when 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 you, when you and and it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's really just kind of focusing on what you need to do. When you rely on your legs, and when sometimes when you're an athletic quarterback, it's easy to just come off your read, right. especially when you when you see field. Yep, because you have and, that and option. You, you have that not, option. You should mm -hmm. not. You should not come off that read. And the thing is, is that when you got option one, two, and three. You create a fourth option and you put it at two when you get when you get when you can run 10 yards and then you run for 50 yards and everybody's yaying. But the, the, but the offensive coordinator, like, what the heck's going on? Right. You know, our second guy was wide open. I think not, that, that's going to come with time. I think that's going to come with maturity. I think it's going to come with, with with the right coaching as well. But they've taken that element away from him. He rushed for a thousand yards last year. And now he's yeah. sitting in the pocket holding the ball, going through all of his reads instead of taking off because they're trying to make him a pocket passer, and he's trying to obviously please them. So they're changing well, how he is. And, and I'll remind you, his the coordinator was, yeah. um, was in Green Bay coaching uh, a Hall of Famer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, it, it's just not the same. And right. he's trying to change him and make him think that he's not. I tell you what, and I say this because when I played, I could hear the chatter outside of the meeting room. I could hear the chatter in the media about really what was going on. But guess what? I was in the meeting room. I knew exactly what was going on. I knew not to talk about it, but I knew exactly mm -hmm. what was going on. And I, and I say that to say we, we, we have these opinions about about it. But at the same time, too, you know, there, there's that. There, What's really going on is what they're seeing on the film. And and sometimes we just don't see exactly who's open and 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 what reads he's not making and what reads he are making, you know. So it's it's just it become it becomes a, a guessing game for us because we're really not sitting there dissect, dissecting the film. But what but what we have seen and what we have heard and what is public or been made public is the yeah. fact that fields talked to the press and pointed the finger at the coaches and blamed them for his, the miscues in his game right now, which True. I, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that you're speaking to that in terms of that's not something that is supposed to happen unless like Mike said, yeah. that cat wants out of there. He wants out of there. Yeah. He's made it public. He's put pointed the finger at the coaches. He's created yeah. that divide now in terms of the division between the coach and player. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and, right. and and the best thing now for him, particularly if it continues, 
the best thing now for him is to get out of there. And we'll see what happens the rest of the season. We'll see what happens over the offseason. Off but that but that leads me to something we were talking about earlier before we got on, while I was still trying yeah. to figure out how to get us live. Um, <laughs> we were talking about last Thursday and A.J. Brown on the sidelines, Philadelphia Eagles, and he's yeah. pouting with his lip poked out and making a scene on the sidelines. And Nick Sirianni had to come over and try to settle the whole thing out where Jalen, he was talking to Jalen. It was kind of animated. Um, yeah. That was, that was, that's not the first time AJ has done something like that where he has been animated. He's been public with his frustration in terms of yeah. not getting big, not being able to participate as much as he wants to participate in terms of catches in a particular game. And that's just, in my opinion, that's just not when you do those kinds of things. I've been in a position where, you know, other cats were catching more balls than me and I, I knew I was supposed to be the go-to guy. I didn't get hot. Yeah, I got emotional, but I didn't yeah, show did. my emotion. Did. I control, I control, yeah, did. I control yeah, my emotion. Did. Wait a minute. Did. I didn't get Mike. emotional on this. Mike know better than that. We started with you. We started crying. We started crying, Mike. I'll let y'all talk. Go ahead. Talk. Mike, you started crying. Huh? Say what? Mike said you started crying. No. No. I said, you know how many helmets I saw you throw? But yeah, that's that's different. different. Throwing a helmet is different than going and getting my quarterback's face and arguing with a quarterback or teammate on the field. That's something totally different. When I say... Controlling emotions, yeah, that shouldn't happen either. But that that did happen with me. But what I'm talking about is conflict <laughs> among teammates yeah. and that happening okay. on the field and it being visible, yeah. particularly nowadays, it's visible. They got cameras everywhere. Everybody's got a phone. Everybody's, you they're know. Looking for, they're, looking, they're looking for that. They're, they're looking, looking for that. that. And there's yeah. a time, it's okay. I'm not, I'm not condemning AJ for wanting the ball more. That's we're all alpha males. We all want to play. We all want to be the star. We all want to shine. I understand that. I'm not I'm not downing him that or criticizing him for that. I'm not. What I'm concerned about is this the second time he's done it where it's been yeah. known and seen and heard by the public. You don't do that in public. You take it in the locker room or you take it in the meeting room and you voice your opinion there, let it be known there, but you exactly. don't show that and 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 create known conflict between you and a teammate and then have to be yeah. uh, brought down and brought back under control right, yeah. by your coach. And then when the coach you know, comes, when, you're like, ah, get out of here. <laughs> you know, when, 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 when you are at a competitive level, like a AJ Brown, and he is, he is quote a dog. He, 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 he likes to play football. Mm-hmm. He likes to get involved. When 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 you are not involved, there is a level of frustration, and I can and I for one can identify with that. Being with the Eagles and Randall being somewhat a a running quarterback and a passing quarterback at times, and a running quarterback at times. So there were a number of times when I'm like, "Bro, what are you doing?" I'm open. Throw and me the ball. I can, I can I can remember I can remember Mike Quick coming to me and say, "Hey, look." That's your source. You need to figure it out with him, you know, when you get in the meeting room. And basically what I'm saying is that you need to keep the business meetings right. in the boardroom. Yep. And the minute that you chastise your quarterback for not hitting you when you're open, you're basically telling him you did something wrong. Mm-hmm. 
and it gets to a point to where your quarterback would turn a sour tongue toward you or could turn a sour tongue toward you. Because the thing is, is that we, I guess all of us except Mike, think these guys can go to the Super Bowl. And, <laughs> well, there's you know, two, there, there's there only could, two of us, only me be, and you. There could, be, <laughs> there, there could be one little lemon that could last for four or five games yep. Yep. and they figure it out. But in those four or five games, they done lost two or three. And next thing you know, the, the chemistry is gone. Next thing you know, the culture is gone. All of a sudden, we done wasted a year over just some some emotional attitudes of, um, or some emotional outburst when it needs to be handled, as I said earlier, in the boardroom. The, the business needs totally to be handled in the boardroom. Totally agree with you. But you know, you know what's what's uh, trending now is to go off on the sideline yeah, yeah, with your exactly. quarterback. Well, that, that, you know, mean, that's I mean, that's trending with this generation of athletes. That's yes, who it's sir. trending with. Yes, sir. And and here's the thing. They've gotten results. After Diggs went off on him, now everything is, is – he's forcing the ball to Diggs, uh, Josh Allen. Well, that's a problem. That's a problem in my that opinion. A that's, that's a problem. I agree with well, you. Not, not only is it, is it a problem of him going off, but it's a problem – if if he's trying to force the ball when 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 the when that read is not there, mm-hmm. when if, well, if you're not open, let's see if Jalen Hurts tries to force the ball. There have been times when Randall threw me the ball. I'm like, why the heck you threw me the ball? I, why'd you throw that ball? He was, <laughs> I, I wasn't open. That was double coverage. And now we're you you've been there, we, we we got to work harder to to come up with a catch. You threw it in double coverage. Mike, I promise you, I promise you. The first pass this week on Monday night when Philly plays go. Tampa is going oh, to yeah. go to A.J. Brown. I promise you that. Because the same thing happened last year when he had his little temper tantrum. last, year. And, every, you know, we're receivers and they call us prima donnas and that's okay. You know, yeah, we, yeah. We're, we're special. We are. But the game don't happen without us. Um, exactly. But, I, but when he had his little temper tantrum last year, the next game, the first ball went to him. I so hello, I get, he sees it. It works. Yeah, it works. It's, it's, so it's a, to your point, do it again. To your point, it worked. So that's a, that's a coaching issue. That's an organizational issue that they need to address. But you know, that's also what's going on now in professional sports, where the athletes yeah. have are controlling. You know, they're controlling what goes on. You know, you have sure. in basketball, you have professional basketball players making hundreds of millions of dollars that tell the coach I'm not practicing, practicing today and nothing's wrong with them and nothing's wrong with them. That, that goes on. That goes on right now in professional sports, the player will go to the coach and tell the coach I'm not doing this or I'm not doing that. And there's, and don't, doesn't give a reason why. (laughs) And, 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 And if they do give a reason why it's not a legitimate reason why. Yeah. So, so well, you we'll got keep, that we'll, kind we'll keep of. Our eyes on it. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll keep our eyes well, on it. Um, put put sure. a note that AJ Brown's getting the first ball on Monday night. I'm, I'm writing that. it down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those of you so, who do fan duel and all that stuff, y'all need to go and do a parlay. What do they call that stuff? Do a parlay, and yeah, you can yeah. bet that bet. <laughs> by, the, by, the, by the by the way, the Eagles won. <laughs> yeah, we know the Eagles won. Yes, yes, they did. Yes, they did. <laughs> Somebody so, said they weren't going to win. <laughs> yeah, I did say that. And I'm going to tell you why I said that. And I'm going to tell you why they didn't win in the next segment. Okay. Now, the next segment. 
here's the segment we're going to talk about now, though. One of the one of the interesting, more interesting ones. Who's your guy? Who's the guy yeah. that stood out to you that uh, this week you said, you know what? Man, I I didn't see that coming. Who's your guy, Doctor Reverend uh, Fryer? <laughs> Let me uh, shout out to a couple people first. Richard Melton has a question. Do you guys think it's the monetary value that teams owners allow these superstar receivers to behave like this? You think it's because of the money? That's that they not. allow them? Yeah. I think I think the money has changed the game even more than oh, yeah. it used to change used to have changed the game. Um yeah, I I think that has something to do with it because they're these these guys are getting paid. I mean, these owners yeah. have invested all of this money in these cats. What what the Kansas City Chiefs I, just just uh took some of the money that they redid. that the con- yeah, they redid um Mahomes contract and Put two hundred fifty million dollars more up front, so it's getting in. It's guaranteed yeah. two hundred fifty-one million out of the five hundred million for the ten-year contract. They took two hundred fifty-one of it and brought it towards the front of it, so he can get it now, guaranteed it. So you come on, you know, two hundred fifty million dollars. I think it's indirectly the money because right. well, yeah. I. Th- but but my point is that it's not just the money. It's yeah. Re- it's, yeah, no, it's really the importance of the player now. When I look when I look at that first Kansas City game, you had two guys were out, right? Chris Jones and uh, um, the, the tight end Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. Chris Jones and Kelsey in that game, Detroit don't beat them. Detroit don't beat them, and mm-hmm. I know that Kansas City's coaching staff, Kansas City's organization front office knows and understands that right and then right. what happens is those two guys have power and everybody knows that they are in the game that they win that game mm-hmm. and that creates power and when you are able to play at that level and become a guy who makes that much money which we're talking about now indirect and that if you if you can play that well and be at that level you're going to make the dollars so inevitably you're the guy you'll be that guy who can kind of do and say whatever he wants and everybody just kind of like bags off and just kind of right. feeds you what you what you want to eat you know what right. you, you know what right. you know what what do you want Which we're, we're not right. going to serve you a menu what do you want so inevitably so the answer, money, but at the same time yeah. too it, it's it's the importance of the player aj brown's important aj brown don't play with the eagles right now we we, we don't i don't think well, we we can <laughs> possibly be a playoff team but but I, I don't i don't know if we could go as far without him and then the Eagles know that. Everybody. So knows. to answer Richard, yes, the monetary uh, side of it uh, certainly plays a factor, right. uh, without a doubt. Um, so who's your guy, Er? Uh, my guy. Okay, I still didn't finish saying hi to everybody. I said hi to my mama. Hey, mama. My mama's watching, Mike. So be careful. Hey, okay, mama. don't be nice to me. Stephen Pace, what's going on? Thanks. We got Stephen Pace is in Boise, Idaho. We got wow. from Boise, right. Idaho, watching us. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to you, bro. All right. Um, my receiver of the week, my guy of the week, is a guy that didn't put up big numbers, but I I thought I just, I admire this cat for his resilience. I re- admire him for his toughness, for his stick with itness. This cat is just unbelievable. John Mechie. Y'all know who that is? Oh. Y'all know who that is? 
Wow. No. He played back and in the seventies. No, he didn't play back in the seventies, man. He's out of Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> he's his birthday is the same day as my mama's. His birthday's the same day as yours, mama. And this he's twenty three years old out of Heightstown, New Jersey. Went to college he's in Alabama. Let me let me finish. Can I finish? He said Alabama. Okay, okay. Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? Mr. Timpson, I, I yeah. thought you were controlling this thing, Tim. Skippy, what you doing? <laughs> Are you running this? <laughs> Look, my phone, is, my phone is writing whatever. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. He went to college in Alabama. He was drafted in 2022 last year by the Texans he, in the second round. Also, he was drafted in the CFL in the seventh round 2022. He tore his ACL in the SEC championship game in 2021. After recording that year, 96 catches, 1,142 yards, and eight TDs at Alabama as a receiver. Drafted by the Texans, 2022. Three months later, he was diagnosed with leukemia. Prior to okay. the diagnosis, oh, okay. Mechie was expected to be ready for the Texans training camp, y'all. Mechie missed. He missed his entire rookie season. This past Sunday, he made his NFL debut versus the Colts. Caught one just one year after his initial diagnosis. Caught one pass, 17 yards versus the Colts. Courage, grit, fight, focus, determination, stick withiness, internal fortitude. John Mechie, Houston, Texas, Heightstown, New Jersey. That's my receiver of the week. That's my dog. Oh, he, he's from Jersey. <laughs> He's from Jersey. I, That's I was my wondering. dude. I was trying to. I That's was trying to connect with him. Like, uh, That's uh, my dude. Torn ACL. Uh, there we go. He he beat a torn ACL and leukemia. Okay. Hey, big up. ups. Yeah, yeah. Big ups to that. Okay. That's my dude. I get you, John Mechie. Okay. Okay, Fred. Who's your guy? He ain't got nothing to so, say now because um, he can't beat that. <laughs> no, I mean, from an emotional standpoint, no. Um, <laughs> I keep telling y'all. Oh, Lord. Uh -oh. I told y'all this last week. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you this week. I know you're going to be talking about. Puka. Pookie. Nakua. Pookie. Puka has set the rookie record. <laughs> This cat caught 10 balls the first, his rookie game, his first game. He caught 15 balls his second game. He got a big body. He hasn't caught, caught any touchdowns, which is which is somewhat disappointing. disappointing. He got 25 receptions. Right. 266 yards in two games. I, I'm just saying. Here's okay. a guy, in my opinion, and what I did, what I did was this. I'm like, okay, you know, everybody kind of has that game. Everybody, you know, you know, you, you know, we say every dog has their day. I'm like, all right, how does he catch 10 passes first game, first ever NFL game, 15 passes, second ever NFL game? So I'm watching. I'm glad you asked watching him. I have an answer for you. I'm glad you asked. So I'm watching. So, 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 so I'm watching. I'm watching his plays. The guy knows what he's doing. Watch this. He understands what he's doing. I could tell. And he has the ability. He has the ability to execute what he know and understand. And when you got a guy like that, you got a guy who has talent. 
when you got a guy who knows what to do, and when you got who has a got got a guy who has an IQ of this game, this guy gonna probably have have 150, 200 catches. I'm telling you. And okay, and let me stop. What stop I, you. He's my, not gonna have that many catches because when Cooper Cup comes back, then <laughs> that's, that's where the ball is going. And right now he's taking the role of a Cooper Cup. Here's my problem. It's not I, really a problem because I agree with you. He was my he was my who's that guy for the week. I agree with you. He has caught the ball. He has done well for a rookie, fifth round pick out of B, Y, who. He has done that. Yeah. Here's the thing. So I went and took a look at uh, what kind of passes are he catching. Mm-hmm. Under routes, mm-hmm. hitches, mm-hmm. slants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's not a big play receiver. Bubble screen. Yes, he's caught 25 balls, and that's why he has zero touchdowns. Yep. He is not. He will not take the top off the defense. He's not stretching the, the defense. He's Mike, not that guy. That. And Mike, Mike, let me ask you this I, I, question. He's not that guy. Let me ask you this question. I'm gonna ask this to both of y'all. Have have, have either one of you ever sure. caught 15 balls in a game? Twelve, either. including one, including warm up pregame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so. No. I, I never caught 15 balls in a game. Okay, I, I got double digits, but I never caught 15. But if I had, yeah. if I caught 15 balls in a game, one, I'm gonna have at least one touchdown. Number two, I'm going to have way more than 147 yards. I'm going to have way more than 147 yards. Here's 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 what I, I, I think. 15 balls even with, and you got 147 on, yards on, and no touchdowns? Hold on, hold on. Even within the different positions of offense, you got your quarterback. Now, of course, I'm being obvious. You got your quarterback, running back. They all do different things. You have different types of wide receivers. Now, let me say this. When the Rams get in a crunch to where they need five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten yards, that guy is going to get open. And that could possibly be a problem. That okay. could possibly be a problem as they're moving the ball down the field. He's not a Tyreek Hill. He's, 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 he's not an AJ Brown. He's not that guy. He's not he's not that guy. But he he's the type of guy you're gonna put him in slot, you're moving him move him around, and he's a tool. He's a tool that you use accordingly. So he's okay. Be, you know, he's, he's, he's two weeks, two, two he, weeks in a row. I just want you to keep it in perspective. Yeah, he's, he's not going to give you anything big. That's all. We we're just saying, give him props. Twenty-five catches. Rookie, <laughs> he's doing his thing. Hey, Stu, but, Stu but Winrow, that's, that's Stuart Winrow says he's baby cup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, but uh, we give him his props. That's that's uh, that's yeah. it. That's it. Sure, I, I love to. Let me pause. Pause y'all for a second. Because the thing is, is that when when you when you think about at times when you have to really control the offense, but you need to throw the ball. Here's a guy who will understand how to run the how to run a six eight yard route and get open. Big body. Big body. Right now, though, he's a, he's a rookie. Fred, they got two they're games. not winning because they're not scoring touchdowns. Too, they're not they winning. Score points. True. Understood. Score some points. Richard, Richard, Melton, Richard Melton says we didn't answer his questions. He said, wait, answer my question. <laughs> we did answer. His question was, we do you guys answer. think the – yeah, we did. Do you think it's the monetary yeah, value the teams or owners allow these superstar receivers? Said, yeah. Yeah, we said yes. yes. We said that's a part of the reason. It's not the only reason, yeah. Richard, but, yes, it's a part. And the value the that comes with that. And because the, because the yeah, guys who exactly. are making the most money are the most valuable players on the team. Exactly, so, exactly. So yeah, they kind of just have their way. <laughs> yeah. All right. Exactly. So let's move on. Top five receivers. 
for the week. You for week two, you top five receivers. Coach? You didn't give your guy, huh? You didn't. You didn't tell us who yeah, you didn't guy. give your who, was, who's your guy. It was Pookie. It was the same that uh, Fred had Pookie. Oh, that's right. It was Pookie. <laughs> Puka. It was Pookie. Okay. Oh, Pookie, you, Pookie. you arguing against Pookie? You chose but, he, but he's just a, he's a chain mover. Is what he is. He like you're saying, Mike. He's right. not he's a, a he's not going to stretch the field. He's not going to be a big. Touchdown, that's not. That's not. That's, I make. He's a. He's but a. How many? Man. How many times when you need to move the chains when everybody is in prison? No, you're right. No, you're right. No, you you need that kind well, of guy. We're saying team. at some point you need to get in the end zone. They're not winning. They need to get in the end zone. That's all. Would you okay. agree with that? Yes, but he's not that guy right now. I need a guy that's going to score, <laughs> not just catch ball pitches all day. We need to get the ball in the end zone. Like Chris Carter, all he does is catch, catch touchdowns. <laughs> he's not that guy. He's not that guy. He's not that guy. No, he's, he's, but he's, he's not, not that, that guy, guy. But he's your guy. He's not that guy, but he's your guy. He's not that guy, but he's your guy. Oh, he. I, 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 we can. We can. We can. We can make a. I. I would say he probably have eight touchdowns this year. Okay. Mm. All right. I hope he, he doesn't have any incentive get, to touch now. He better right get now, the skipping there. He better get good. the skipping. He better get the skipping. Top <laughs> <laughs> five receivers for the top week five. two. Top five. I'll start off. I'll yeah. start off. JJ. That's my number one. Eleven oh, receptions. We start from, from we start one down. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll go backwards. I'll go backwards. Okay. Um, my my fifth receiver is Puka. We already know about him. <laughs> uh, my fourth receiver, Irvin, you'll like this, C.D. Lamb. Yes, sir. He That's what I'm talking about. Got, got him a 100-yard game. That's my dude. Uh, 11 receptions. But again, no touchdowns. Got to get in the end no, zone. No, you right. no, no. But he got to get in the he, end zone. He scores touchdowns, though. He just didn't get one. Right. Okay. Uh, my number three, D.J. Moore out of Chicago. Six receptions, 104 yards, a touchdown against Tampa Bay. Because I always always tell you guys, you got to make sure and and evaluate these guys based on who they're playing. Who they're playing, right. Okay? Who they're playing. Um, yes, sir, Coach. My number two, Mike Evans from Tampa Bay. Six receptions, uh -oh. 171 yards. Well, Wait a minute. Wait a minute. One touchdown against Chicago. Now, he's number two. Now, Fred, we got to talk to him about pushing off. Okay? Oh, he pushes off all the time. Mike Evans oh pushes goodness. off. That's what he does. He pushes off all the time. That's his route. That's, wow. that's the oh, way he right. runs routes. He pushes off. Mike, he pushes off all the time. They don't call I mean, it because they know it's going to happen. He's not just giving him a flipper. No, no, he extends it off. Yeah, he, yeah. He mugging him. <laughs> <laughs> so and that leads me to my number one is uh just Justin Jefferson uh with the Vikings. He's he's consistent. Eleven receptions, 159 yards, uh no touchdown, but he played against so, Philly. So the the, che the cheetah wasn't in there? No, nah, the cheetah wasn't no. in there this week. He only caught a couple balls. Not this week. No, not this he, week. he needed a break. I was trying to explain He's getting some water. What 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 a full blooded wide receiver was. Oh, we're talking about a full-blooded wide receiver. <laughs> well, Mike Evans wasn't on the list the first week. He wasn't on our list. He so, was on mine. So, so my five is is uh, Pookie. Pookie's first from the Rams. Your boy, um, yeah, your boy. 15, 15 receptions. But you know, very, I was very, I was not impressed 
by the yardage after 15 catches because I mean like you said it's just it's just hitches and slants and not much yardage after the slants and uh, bubble screens and that kind of stuff so he's not running down the field catching the ball uh, and going across the middle and things like that which is you know that's that's a real receiver um, but yeah. if he moves the chains like you said that's fine but he's got to start scoring points Pookie is my uh, number five uh, Nico Collins Houston seven receptions 146. One TD, uh, they lost against the Colts, but he's my number four, Nico Collins. Y'all with me? Yeah. Yes, sir. And then my number three is CeeDee Lamb. 11 receptions, 143, like Mike said. Uh, in a win, they beasted the Jets. Mm, Dallas is on a roll. I hate to say that. My number, and I'm, I'm with you, Mike. My number two is Mike Evans. My number one is Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Okay. J- Justin is... Hey, Fred, yeah. Fred, boy, you don't shock us, Fred. Don't shock us, Fred. Just Justin no. is, and I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm impressed. You. I'm impressed with Mike Evans from the fact that he's receiving balls from Baker Mayfield because I'm not impressed by Baker Mayfield at all. I know they're two and zero. I know they're two. Let's see, that's... No, let me finish, Fred. I know they're two and zero, but Baker Mayfield. When I hear Baker Mayfield, I told somebody today. A guy that I know, I, I mentioned Baker Mayfield. He said, Curtis Mayfield? I said, like, no, not Curtis Mayfield. <laughs> no, it's Baker Mayfield. When Curtis I think Mayfield. of Baker Mayfield, I hear his name. I don't think of a starting quarterback in the NFL. I think about a journeyman who's going to be on another team next yeah. year as a backup who will come in, hopefully, when if it has to come in, when the quarterback goes down, who's the starting quarterback, will come in and win half the games that he has to play. That's yeah. who I think okay. of when yeah. I think of Baker Mayfield. But now Mike Evans is catching balls. Godwin's catching balls from Baker Mayfield. They're 2-0 and right now. Eagles are going down to play them. But I, I think it's just a matter of time before it blows up in their face. Because Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. They're your top in your top five duos. But Baker yeah. Mayfield's not a top. You know we can't do anything with a quarterback. We're not talking about Baker Mayfield. We're okay. talking about the receiver. I'm talking about what's is, going to happen. It's just a matter what, of time. What, what I understand up. what's going to happen, but what I'm saying is, is that if Baker Mayfield have the has the time to throw the ball, even if it's in coverage, if it's is if it's has such a dominant, he's such a dominant player. He'll come down. He he comes down with a 50-50 ball. Which is why, because he's which is why, in my opinion, I'm not, I'm not sure if you got. <laughs> which is why that there was there was there was a rumor, you know, uh, what maybe a couple weeks ago that uh, Kansas City was trying to figure out if they could get Evans. Really? To you know, I didn't hear yeah, that. Yes. Oh well, yeah. Well, obviously, it was just a rumor because he ain't there. <laughs> he's still in there. Oh no, he ain't there. Well, it was. Of course, of course, they didn't work anything out. Somebody trying to stir. Give us your top five, Fred. Top five. You know what? As much as I didn't want to put him in five, I understand. And and, and I watched I watched the Dolphins game. And I watched Tyreek Hill. And I'm like, he showed something. Although the numbers were not there. The numbers were not there. Five for 40. He had 100. He, he, I'm sorry. He had 40 yards. He had one touchdown. And of course, they won the game. Um, but I saw him be a little more consistent in route running, 
And sometimes it's really not about, of course, of course, we're looking at the numbers. We're seeing who has the most catches, who has the most yard. But I think inevitably when, you know, when you're a scout, when you're not saying I'm a damn scout, but I'm watching him and, and watching him do what he do. Uh, he's, 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 I think he's really coming to his, coming into his own and being a, a good wide receiver instead of being a guy that just blazed down the field, just run by everybody or just catch a slant, you know, 10 yards and nobody can touch it. Who are you talking about? That, that, that's easy to do. He's number five. Who are you talking Cheetah. about? Oh, the cheetah. <laughs> We're talking about who, who else would I be talking about if I'm talking about the Dolphins? Bro, you didn't say you didn't say I didn't, or I missed it. I didn't catch it. I said the Miami Dolphins. Okay, you didn't. You said Dolphins, okay, but you didn't say you could have been talking about Waller. You could have been talking about Waller. I got the cheat. Okay, I got the cheat at five. Uh, okay. I got Puka at four. Pookie. Of course, we just mentioned what he's done. I mean, he's he's uh, broke a record with with twenty four with the twenty five catches in two two uh, two games. Uh, I've got C D Lamb. At three. Yes, sir. Uh, and I watched the Dallas game, and I'm going to tell you something. He's a tough kid. Yep. He's a tough kid. And if if the Eagles front, and I know I'm getting personal now, but if the Eagles front can't get can't get to Dak, that kid that, that kid will catch the ball in traffic. He'll catch the ball. He, you know, he, he'll get hit. I seen one, one play where he caught the ball. He literally got turned upside down, and he just got up, and he, and he pointed to the first down. Uh Number two, I put I put Mike Evans, uh, and I, and I think we 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 of course we touched on that. Uh, of course, we all know and agree that Baker Mayfield is not the guy. Uh, but you I were think they're trying to make him the guy. To... No, I was not. I said <laughs> Baker Mayfield is not the guy. I keep anyway. I know they're on track. Anyway, but I but I put it this way: <laughs> if you if, if one of us was at quarterback. We probably could get the ball to Evans. Of course, you say he'll push off, but, but we probably could ba- get the ball to Evans. Better than <laughs> Baker Mayfield. Shoot, better than Baker Mayfield. But uh, yeah. just Justin Jefferson is is of course number one. Yes, you know, he's a guy who's very sound. You know, he's he's you know when you when you say lanky, you're usually talking about a, a taller guy. But here's a guy who's like six one, not even six two, but but he plays play. You know, he plays very well. Uh, Runs great routes, of course. You know the, the the fumble through the end zone was was uh you know not not a good play for him. But here's a guy I think, even with Cousins, you know is going to have some record numbers. Mm-hmm. Who's going to you know he I think he I think he could possibly have a personal best if if Cousins stay healthy and if he stay healthy. And don't and don't forget it. One of the great greater things about what Jefferson did last Thursday was the fact. Last year, when he played the Eagles, he only caught one ball. Mm-hmm. He only had one catch, and so he was he was skunked like last year. Twenty-four yards, or something yeah. Like that. He was yeah. skunked last year, um, and comes back and has a big game. They lose, but he comes back himself. He has a big game, so that was uh, commendable of him to to rise to the challenge. Yeah. Okay. Well, the list the list were pretty consistent, uh, which mm-hmm. you know we're all wide receivers, so I'm not surprised there. Right. Let's go right. to our Thursday night game. Yep, because we, we got we got head down to home we got here. five minutes. Okay. Well, all right. So well, five I, I, minutes. I start. I, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be. I'll be quick. Go the ahead. Giants, go ahead. Giants against San Francisco. San Francisco 
If San Francisco doesn't win this game by 21, shame on them. Ayuk should have 100-plus uh, a touchdown. Samuel should have, if not 100 receiving, uh, 100 all-purpose. Uh, McCaffrey, if he doesn't have 150 yards in this game, you know, that they, they, they fail, in my opinion. Uh just, I mean, no disrespect, but it is what it is. The, the, the Giants are are just not not there. Uh, maybe they'll get there. Maybe they won't. I don't know. But uh, they they're just not there. Even with that comeback against Arizona, I just don't think that you know, with a sound team as as, as Mike you know alluded to, San Francisco being, which I think he's correct, uh, a sound team like San Francisco, you know, won't let them off the hook. And and they should they should put 35, 40 points on. Them. Okay, Reverend Doctor. Yeah, um, I'm 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 in agreement. The 49ers should win this game. I mean, I just think that the way the Giants are playing, and particularly uh, Daniel Jones, uh, yes, he did light it up the second half last week against the Cardinals. But come on, it's the Cardinals. I think it was yeah. 50-50. Some of it had to do with the fact that the Giants were playing pretty good in the second half. And the other half of it was how bad the Cardinals are. So it's just, sure. you know, I don't, I don't take, you don't get a feather in the cap for me from that. Cause in the first half, he was 24 for 44 in the first half with three interceptions. In the second half, Daniel Jones was 17 to 21 and had two D, two D TDs. That's the Cardinals he's playing. So, uh, and they got skunked by Dallas 40 to zero the week before. They cannot be that inconsistent and even stay in the same park with the 49ers. Like you said, Mike. Yeah. They are a well-developed team. They're balanced, and uh, the the Giants just cannot even afford to even get behind and have a chance yeah. in this game. I don't see the Giants it ever being close. Um, and I see the 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 them scoring a few points, but um, it'll be 31 49ers. Okay, too many well, weapons. You mentioned they're going to be at uh, San Francisco, so that right, right there is yeah. a strike against them. Oh, Number right. two. Um, uh, Saquon Barkley is out. Out. There's no yep. running game. Yeah. Now, to sure. their to 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 their point, they can throw the ball against San Francisco. San Francisco's uh, pass defense is not that great, but at the same time, now you're opening yourself up to Bosa coming out and knocking your head off. And the left so tackle is out too. Starting left, start left yeah. tackle is out. Andrew Thomas, yeah. Uh, two, two tackles are out. Two tackles are out okay. now. Mm -hmm. And um, and so um, I'm expecting him to get 40 points put on him um, like last time. Uh, but I got to be careful with my predictions because I predicted that Minnesota would win against Philadelphia, and they didn't because they turned the ball over. So I got to be careful because I, you know, don't want to get too much of a slide here on my predictions. <laughs> but uh, certainly, I'm going with San Francisco uh, to win it so, all. So, now, wait, hold on. Let me now, read it. So, huh? So, uh, what are you the, the Minnesota lost because they turned the ball over. They turned the ball over too many times to Philadelphia. Philadelphia still didn't impress. Well, you know, you know, turn, turnovers are created. You understand that, right? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Sometimes they are, and sometimes they are a gift. Now, hey, they just we weren't running down the field. It was like, oh, where is he here? Here, you can have this. No, yeah, no, that that, that turnovers were created. That, turnovers that happens. are created. No, sometimes, sometimes they just throw them out there and say, hey, here's a so, gift for you. Merry turnovers Christmas. are created. Now, before before we wrap up, I do want to say something that uh, happened this week that uh, is in line for a congratulations to our very own Irving Fryer. He's nominated yes. uh, for the Hall of Fame. So oh, we want to give a shout out. Thank you, sir. To uh, Reverend Dr. Fryer being nominated for 
um, the Hall of Fame. And so yes. uh, we're happy about that. Well deserved. And, uh, well you, deserved. Sir. We got to push through, man. We got to push through. We have to get get the whole campaign started. So we'll get you some uh, information on that later. But uh, we want to congratulate him here and all of you out there to know that uh, he's nominated. So that's step number one. There he is. I was wondering what was happening. Well, I'm, I'm, thank I'm, you. I'm sorry. I just got the applause. You're a little you. late. <laughs> all right. Well, that does it again for Wide House World. Yes, sir. All right. Is that, is that your you so outro, man? That's all you got? That's all you got? No. No. I'm, I'm going to let you give the shout out on the way out. I'm Michael Timpson. I'm going to fire. Okay, go ahead. Do it. Start it again. Go ahead. Say it again. Okay. That's Wide House, Wide House World. That's a wrap. No, you got to say it again, I'm Mike. Mike. I'm Irving Fryer. I just did. Okay, go ahead. Mike, do it again. Irving, let him, let him do it, Irving. Do it again. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Wide Out World. It's a wrap. I'm Michael Timpson. I'm Irving Fryer. <laughs> and I'm Red Barnett. We'll see you next time. God bless. Peace. <laughs>